Hey everybody, this is a live episode of How Did This Get Made? And as always, some things that we might be doing or saying are slightly more visual. So I tell you what I say all the time, which is deal with it. Uh, I don't want to cut out the funny stuff, so I'm leaving it all in there. So use your imagination. I hope you saw the movie and enjoy How Did This Get Made? Live from Largo. In the immortal words of the bully from this movie. <laughs> Snow Dad is better than no dad. We saw Jack Frost. So you know what that means. Hello, people of Earth! Hello, Largo! We are live. We are live here at Largo in Los Angeles with a very special holiday tale. Um, Jack Frost, a Michael Keaton classic Christmas movie up there with all the classics. Uh, before we get talking about that, let me bring out my co-host. Please welcome Jason Manzoukas. Go fuck yourselves. And June Diane Raphael. You want to say anything to the crowd? Good evening, Paul. <laughs> nice to see you, June. And a very special guest tonight. Please welcome Dan Harmon. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Merry welcome. Christmas. Merry Christmas, indeed. <laughs> May you all have snow dads. <laughs> um, this movie. For more, like, I didn't know about this movie. I knew about this movie, but I didn't know how dark it is. It's yeah, a this dark is, movie. This is an intense movie. <laughs> well, the premise is identical to a horror movie. There's yeah. no, there's yeah. no, no reason why it shouldn't be a horror movie. And all the characters in the movie are reacting. He, he spends the entire movie not t contacting his wife who is there. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the movie... Uh, well, you can tell me well, all bets are off because we need to talk about this in a global sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he spends the whole movie going, I can't, I can't look or talk to anybody. I'm a monster. Yeah. I'm a monster. Yeah. Yeah. She can't see me. I'm unlovable. <laughs> this, this but he spends like a full week back on Earth and does not talk to his wife at all until the very end when he's like, see you later. By the way, God exists. Obviously. That's like, like irrefutable proof. Get on CNN. You come back as a snowman. But I felt like he didn't even accept the fact that he was dead. Well, like when he comes back. The kids in E.T. know better to hide the weird thing than the people in this movie. He is a sentient snowman who participates in every aspect of life. He walks around town. He goes to a hockey game. He's a fucking snowman. But here's the thing. You would think that a movie like this would have some sort of like, um, like magic thing. It's like, only he can see him or no one exactly. else will see him talk. No, everyone can see him. He can move around. Or, like, everyone can hear him. And I would he also argue, because I remember this in the trailer, 
the way he becomes a snowman. He's, there's a harmonica that he hands to his son when he's still in the land of the living. And what he says is, if you play this, I will hear it. Yep. So to me though, that doesn't imply like, here's where the magic is. Like here's the story and the lore of how this magic's gonna come about. The, the, the movie spends, it's how, how, many, how many minutes? 40 a of thousand? them. 40 of them. <laughs> 40. That's 40. A, that, this is pushing the, the Ang Lee Hulk uh, uh, like threshold where it's like there's no fucking snowman for 40 minutes yeah. ostensibly so that they can do everything they can to make you believe that Michael Keaton can be a snowman. Yep. Guess what? I still don't believe it. Yep. That's yep. okay. I came to a movie about a talking about snowman. About the snowman. I don't, I don't, it's fine. Yes, the yes, trailer just says he got in a car accident no he's a snowman you might as well spend one minute on that but 40, like, 40 doesn't make a difference I don't need that much Eric Bana either I get it but I felt like didn't you feel like the whole first 40 minutes was just trying to show you like he's a good dad he's a good dad he's a good he's dad his son's a good kid everyone's good at everything you might say there's no movie there's no conflict well his you, kid's good at his kid beats the shit out of the bully yeah. his kids get straight A's. He's a good musician. He has or a wife one-third his age. Dan, you just said he's a good musician. He is! And on that... According and, to the movie. Sir, sir, on that, I must respectfully say, no way. Let's... Can you play a clip? Yes. Play let's the play, opening of the let's movie. Let's play the, uh, the opening scene here. The, the Return guy, of Bruno, part two. I, was this movie written for Bruce Willis? <laughs> Fucking I, I will tell you what it I must have been. I was gonna save this for later. Um, the movie was actually written and the puppet was designed for George Clooney. So Jack Frost looks like George Clooney. Uh, and, wow. and but George Clooney went off to do Batman and Robin, and then Michael Keaton came in and filled Whoa. in. So George Clooney went to Batman and Keaton went to this? Yes! Whoa! Freaky Friday. Crisscross. Crisscross. And, uh, but yeah, train, and both like... of them spent 90 minutes doing ice puns. <laughs> uh... <laughs> they were. <laughs> I, uh, the crazy thing was is apparently the Jim Henson workshop who made the puppet were furious because they had made this puppet already. <laughs> like, ah, oh, it doesn't look like him. I think they fixed but wait, the eyebrow. It doesn't look like. George Anybody. Clooney, either. Well, tell my, that to the Jim Henson people. My boner says differently. <laughs> All right, so back to the, uh, here it goes. Here, the question at hand is, is he a good singer? Uh, you be the judge. The movie now, says yes. Now, I just yes. want to say, that's Sweezel Sap. Great. Paul F. Tompkins, Tweezel
That's his uh, Frosty the Snowman remix. So Dweezil Zappa, who's in the audience of that and is apparently an A&R guy for some, for Mercury Records or something, calls somebody and is like, hey, you gotta listen to this. Uh, he he pulls the Back to the Future and movie. And then he like, goes, it's your Marvin Berry. But what he says is, what he says is, it's the Jack Frost band. They're kicking it. They're loving it. You gotta sign them. Because they're playing Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. Which they're, may be their only song. They're, they're yeah, I guess that it. is my question, though. Are, do they only play... Uh, Winter-themed yeah. songs or Christmas songs? Because his logo is is winter-themed. Right, like but, it is. but it's very odd. And they're in, in Colorado. The world, and, but in the world of the movie, nobody comments on the fact that his name is Jack Frost. <laughs> Except for him, right? In the, oh, yeah. the, 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 there's that meta moment where he's in the belly of the whale, as Campbell would say, and he's sort of shuffling down the street. <laughs> and he and he has that little meta moment, which is like the writer's like shame eruption. <laughs> uh where he's just walking and he does this inner monologue where he goes like, why, why did I become a snowman? Is it because my name's Jack Frost? Uh, that, that's stupid. <laughs> what? You know, he he says something like, why couldn't God be more like creative? And I was like, oh, fuck you. God is creative. He made a world. You made a shitty movie within that world. Don't, don't, don't end your shitty movie like, like blaspheme. <laughs> God made flamingos and <laughs> toast and stuff. Like, like you made this movie. Here's flamingos and toast? Yeah. Well, I will those say are the, those I are at the top of your list that God made. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't tell June. That's an ice cream for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tell... assholes. Everybody that just cheered that is a piece of garbage. <laughs> They're just, it's, it's exciting to hear Da Vinci from Hudson Hawk say it. That is, uh, it, it's, it, it gets, they get excited. I, uh, I didn't tell June anything about this movie when we were watching it today. And she's like, this is, I didn't realize this is a drama. This is like a hard, I, you were really was, convinced this is an adult I, movie I had never seen and it was a drama. for the movie. I did not know anything about this film. It's a horrific. And it's a horror no, drama. When, when, I, when it happened, and I think you know what I'm talking about, when it happened. When, the thing that happened? The thing when that he died? happened. When something bad no, happened? No, not when he died. Oh, when he what? turned he, When he turned into a, a oh. talking snowman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I screamed. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I said, no, 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 no. It was. You didn't it, know that. No, that was the I best part of watching it with her. That she did not have any idea of what this movie was going to be. So, so what did you think during the first forty minutes? What did the you think was going to happen? The first forty minutes of the movie, I thought this is a great movie. I, <laughs> I'm enjoying. <laughs> That's the secret. Know. Oh my God, I yes. wish I don't know you what had I'm been say. filming it. <laughs> you gotta wait because. I'll let June reveal, but later on in the movie, June, June went on an emotional roller coaster. No, I'm still, I'm hungover from this movie because I thought the scenes between Michael Keaton and Kelly Preston were, I thought they had great chemistry. I was invested in their relationship. I'm thinking, actually, this is a beautiful story. I know the son's having a hard time with his dad's commitment to his career, but he's showing him that he's passionate about his art. And like, I'm very curious to see Wait, how all of this pans out. Can I ask you a question? At what point did you realize Michael Keaton is going to die? Like I when, realized what once you the, I, I, knew, I knew once that he gave him the harmonica, that we Got were it. 
we were in for something. Yeah. And I knew it was trouble and I was worried about him. Yeah. You, you thought it might have been like Beyond him. the Pines, like it was gonna at some point yes. advance 20 years and his son would be playing House yes. of Blues. And I can't play a G sharp. What I couldn't have imagined in my wildest dreams was that he was going to become a snowman. That was something that didn't occur to me. The tone, the tone of the movie in the first 40 minutes is completely different than the rest of the It's a different... Well, but it's also a weird thing because they spend like the first 20 minutes going, he's a great dad, it's a great family, everything's great. And the second 20 minutes is like, he's so career focused, he's never there, he's a terrible dad, his wife is mad at him, his kid hates him. Like, it's weird. It's like, they, everything they just set up, and then they kind he of wash away really quick. What if credits had rolled? <laughs> it did feel like they were really out. I kept saying, after every scene for the first 40 minutes, I kept saying to my girlfriend, I was like, and credits. Like, because it's just, wow, that, that took care of itself. I guess he, he finally confronted that bully about that snowball fight. And in the snowball fight, the movie opens with this scene where his son is in a snowball war. Well, over, I mean, over every hill is a 100-kid snowball fight in this town. Everywhere, no, everywhere you go, you can walk 10 feet, crest a small hill, and below you will be a, Vietnam. a battlefield. Like a Saving Private Ryan yeah. battlefield. And these kids didn't seem like they really wanted to be playing. Like, no, no one hated, everyone hated snowball fights. Yeah, it was, they had been drafted. Yeah, by some they unseen. drafted. Make that movie. Who would love to see that movie? Where, where yeah. is Snowball yeah. Vietnam? We're called, what, what Halliburton is profiting? Andrew. Is there some snow company that... Well, like, remember when the little girl's like, Andrew's stuck out there. <laughs> stuck in a foxhole getting just hammered. And how does our hero get him? He sends the other kid, says, you create a diversion. How? Get hit with snowballs, which, by the way, don't hurt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this this, this movie has... This movie cannot get its... It's, it's, it's feelings about snowball. Like, yeah, like, like really, down. Really like, consistent. Is it fun to throw them or do you hate throwing them? Well, well also, the, what, the hurt one of, to get hit by them or. or one or, of the weirdest scenes in the movie is Michael Keaton is so uh, unaware that he freaked out that he's a snowman, doesn't really understand that he's died, doesn't really ever dress it, but then. Like when he sees this bully, he's like, oh, you mess with snow. Don't mess with me. And then he got arms come windmills. And that he was actually a million snowballs. I, I, Somehow nobody else sees it. Well, he's over, he's, he's at the, over the crest of a hill. Nobody but, sees it, and nobody also sees him snowboarding on half of a toboggan. Because <laughs> apparently the entire scene took place at the top of Vale? <laughs> They, 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 live in, they live at the peak of Big Bear. Yes! I did crazy. think there, there were scenes missing where he, he so immediately knew how to be a snowman. He so immediately knew how to be a great snowman. But he didn't know how to hop two feet to the left when he ran out of ammo, as he put it. Yeah. He, he, he did that. Yeah, he is surrounded by snow! And then went, and then you saw dirt down there, and there was like... They bothered to put snow everywhere. And he's like, I'm out of ammo, Charlie boy! We gotta snowboard now. But June, are you saying you would have liked an acclimating to being a snowman training montage? Well, I thought it would have been funny. We're like, I thought it would have been funny. John Leguizamo, like, like being like kind of a dirty yellow snowman. Trying to figure like, out how to You know why you're a snowman, right? Because you didn't take care of your kid. 
Now you gotta feel the cold until you warm your heart. He's dirty and yellow. <laughs> but he's like an evil dark mentor to him. It's like, you, you, I'm, I'm, I'm what you could become, your dog piss. Oh, I would have loved another sentient snowman. You needed it. That's what it needed, a fucking leprechaun, Loch Ness Monster, anything. But you can't have to, you can't. The magic is inconsistent and weird because it's like, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason why he's there. There's no rhyme or reason why he leaves. It, it doesn't, well, it doesn't. Oh yeah, he decides. He decides. He decides. He decides, he decides he, to he, leave. The wife is coming and he's like, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna hang out. It's Christmas night and the kid even says, it's gonna be cold for a long here's time. Here's what I they would They live posit. in Colorado. Jason. Here's what I would posit. I think that, I think the reason why he can't bear to see his wife is because he doesn't want her to see him as a snowman. <laughs> I think that, I think it's well, less about- Well, because he does do that thing where he looks down and he sees he doesn't have a right. dick. He's like, whoa. <laughs> but I thought it's nice to solve that it's in three. It's less about, I don't want to connect with her and more about, oh, I'm a snowman. Yeah. And so it didn't stop him from finding closure with his son. Right, but but snowman, and it, there he was created by his son. I think there's a deleted scene where they get to the cabin and he's like, she's fucking the fat keyboardist, right? Yeah, she had to be. <laughs> Like that guy, that guy really moves in as a fucking Judd Hirsch figure. Structure. Real helpful. A uh, Christmas light salesman. It's like the guy in Homeland who's weird because there's something built in where you think, of course, we're just counting down to him melting. Like it's right. only a matter of time, but that's well, not really what happens. It's a matter of happens. many, many months, not a week, which it is well, in the movie. Well, it's unseasonably warm that week. But if they go to the cabin, they could stay at the cabin forever, though. Or put him in a freezer. And, and, I, and I, said to, I said to June, I go, would you like to live your life in a freezer? And you said... I said, yes, I would, if it meant I could be alive. <laughs> With Paul. See, I, like, you wouldn't hide in a spice closet while he was oh. checking his junk mail. <laughs> I don't want him to see me like this. But well, you're in a closet behind him. It's I, insane. Again, you'll see, like, you know, in your mind's eye, if you're listening to this picture, a room where there's a door and a spice closet... All he had to do was go out the door and he hid in the spice closet and then he'd go out the door in a second. Like, he's like, ah! There's no reason. Also, what's a spice closet? <laughs> Where you keep all your spices? Think... Maybe. Maybe a drawer. Maybe. How many spices? How much cumin? It's Colorado. How much paprika to dictate a closet's worth? Oh, don't go in there. But don't go in there. I got a whole lot of spices in there. Uh, these are just two things that... Um, There's saffron up the wazoo in there. I'm running out of spices, I know, guys. Um, two weird things on the set design front. A, oh. uh, it was clearly shot on a soundstage, all the house stuff. Like, That's I, so weird that the giant... Well, that was like a Jerry Lewis movie, like, in yeah. his heyday. Like, 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 I kept thinking, this is a soundstage. Giant. Yeah, it's like the front... I've, you never see the front of houses on was, a soundstage. Was Michael Keaton like, I'm not, I'm not shooting outside. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. And they had to, like, Truman show him? And, like, but there was Keaton no way they were going to do outdoor stuff. was only in a couple stuff. scenes of this movie. Yeah, and he was giving it his all. I thought he was great. I lo- again, I love the first 40 minutes of the movie. <laughs> we, Michael we, we, Keaton was only on set for three weeks of this yeah. movie. And that's when then the puppet took over for the rest. He never saw the puppet. The colors in the house, the paint colors and the couch color, I found so upsetting. They were... Well, they matched his hair. Like, uh, Michael Keaton was rocking a weird color really here. Weird. Yeah. And how about that sleeveless t-shirt he wears to bed? That was, I didn't mind 
bizarre. That's that's when I was like, that's that's legit. That and the harmonica when I was was when I was like, I bet Bruce Willis was supposed to be in this movie. Been amazing. I'm st- I can't get it get oh. past that. Oh, Bruce it's Willis- because the, the hat and the uh, harmonica. I didn't was like, you also this is feel that solidly in the Bruce Willis wheelhouse? Didn't you feel that as a snowman, he had a completely different personality than who he was? <laughs> yeah, George Clooney's personality. <laughs> <laughs> The story of this movie is very strange because you would think that the child was having a lot of trouble and the father abandoned him through no fault of his own. He got into a terrible accident at a time when this kid really needed him. That's not the story of the movie. The kid's doing just fine. Well, and it's a, it's the story of the journey he's from quit hockey. He's like having no, that's his after father his dad died. dies. Since oh, his yeah, father died. I mean. I'm yeah, sorry, but before I mean. his dad dies. Yeah, he made the story is one snowman's journey from bad father to bad husband, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Like he he acquires the power to become a shitty husband. Like because she at the end Why she comes it? over the hill and he's like, "Fuck off." Bye. <laughs> Why does no, his wife require closure? I mean, I would feel like if he could come back, he would want something. The only thing he says to her is, you look great. <laughs> That's it. And then he turns back into himself yeah. for a second and for some I love yous, and then he's out of there. But that, that was a loveless marriage, and it, she was a trophy wife, and he was obsessed with his own cock, and that, you're right. That's why he was a, he was a sexual midlife crisis, like, white male who, like... Well, he's driving a Cadillac in the middle of Colorado in the winter. Yeah. The hubris is what kills him. <laughs> yeah, guess what? I don't need snow tires. I'll drive across a mountain pass in a fucking 1967 Chevy Impala. I'm a piece of garbage human being. Uh, No wonder I'm gonna eliminate myself and take what, what modest income I have away from my family who are now doomed to a desperate life. Guess what? They're just fine. Yeah, they Guess have what? no money issues at all. They're fine, and next thing you know, he shows up as a snowman, makes everything worse. <laughs> just so if you guys have any questions about Michael Keaton and his proficiency for music, I'll tell you that he trained with musician Trent Rabin, uh, or, or Bean, to, pre- 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 to prepare. And Rabinowitz. He, and he, uh, Reznor. That's he wrote Trent Reznor's Reznor. original name. <laughs> He co-wrote two songs. Of course he did. And, uh, and he also learned how to play the harmonica. And because uh, and he didn't want to be a rock and roll wannabe, he wanted to look like a real working musician. So I guess the sweat was, uh, was real. Uh, is there anything in your fact sheet about, yes. the, about the Jack Frost band sticker on the handle of the snow shovel? <laughs> Which I had to rewind three times. I'm like, is the, the kid's shoveling, and yeah, now it's time for him to get upset about his dad's music career. So he looks at. So the, imagine that production meeting. Like, like, like somebody you gotta like, figure out how to get this uh, Jack. That, that or, no, I think one of it was probably like, I don't know, what motivates the kid to get upset while he's shoveling? Should the sun turn into a gold record? <laughs> well, what about this? What if there's a sticker on the shovel? Ooh, that's good. Oh, I like that. So the shovel's like a like an anti-guitar. Yeah. Because you put, do you put stickers on guitars? Call, call Kenny. Ask him. Do you put stickers on guitars? Kenny, Kenny says you can put stickers on a guitar. Um, Everybody here, we're having a meeting. Everybody here wants to know if you put stickers on. You do? What? Oh, great, great. Bring me four shovels. Bring me four shovels with four different stickers on. We have to examine which one's going to be the most emotional breakthrough here. Oh, guys, hang on. Henson is saying they got to make the stickers. (laughs) 
they're responsible for the for the design of the film. They got to come up with the stickers. The first shovel is like four feet wide. No, no, you've done it wrong. The handle's doing too wide. We need to be more narrow. The shovel shows up with like googly eyes and a furry head. <laughs> um, that I uh, the scene where Landside plays. Oh my God. <laughs> And he rolls, he rolls a snowman. Yep. Is a junior having trouble with that scene? It's really sad. <laughs> there were a couple of moments in this movie that I genuinely was like, oh, I, I was sad. I cried. Do <laughs> you want to get into how you cried, Jim? I, I really got upset at the end of the movie. I, at the end? At the end. At the, at the goodbye scene. The goodbye scene yep. was very tough for me. I, I will say... I know June for a very long time. <laughs> this was pretty hysterical crying. <laughs> and, and the shout of, I don't want him to go. No, <laughs> not really. She was like the kid in that, that movie. I was gonna say like the, 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 like the Timothy Green movie yeah. video. <laughs> and he has to die. And I don't <laughs> You literally said, I don't want him to go. I didn't want him to go. I I still don't want him to go. What I was really upset about is it it seemed like he had so much agency over that decision. (laughs) He did. I agree. By the way, I agree. He chose to leave. Nobody showed up and said, time's up, you gotta go. Right, that was There was no magic clock on him. There was no reason he had to leave. He said, basically, uh, you won the hockey game. Uh, uh, my job is done. She looks great. I'm out of here. Yeah, the wife looks great. She's clearly she's, she's up getting she's it from Meatloaf or whoever that guy was. <laughs> British, British drunkie. That guy for, who is probably in the commitments. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Full Monty. Definitely a Full Monty. Oh, he was in Full Monty. Oh, was he? Right? Yeah. Was he in commitments? No. No? no. Full Monty. Oh, he's in Game of Thrones. Yes. Is he? Oh, that was Sean Bean. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe we should. I can't watch this. Wait, oh, wait. We, got, we should watch the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to walk away. No, June, you gotta watch. June, you June gotta is watch. leaving the stage. June is leaving the stage. She has left the stage. Look at how blonde his hair is. That is not Elizabeth Shue. Jack. <laughs> Sing me a smile, Jack. Every time. We say uh. cry, cry, cry. Remember when you said he was good, Dan? <laughs> the movie, the Remember? movies. Uh, Remember I when mean, you said he's good musician, Dan? The, you see the kid's report card on the fridge. I didn't go, I'm not holding that up to, I'm saying the movie says he's good. Dweezil Zappa's like, these guys are killing it. I, uh, June had to leave and come back. <laughs> did, you, did you cry over there? I 
should be being a little bit. <laughs> My girlfriend and I watched it together, and we also were on an emotional roller Thank coaster. You. We we were in the emotion of a, of uh, awake, and then. Um, <laughs> About 20 minutes in, uh, after the emotion of checking my, my farm uh, game on the iPad, I, uh, I entered the emotion down. of a deep sleep. <laughs> and, and I missed right some of the movie. <laughs> right after that, he like turns into like uh, stardust and like goes away, right? Yes. Except that you hear his voice say this in a tone that is like an octave below how he's just been singing. He goes... I will always hear you. Right. Which they imagine being on the Happy Meal glasses and yeah. I will always hear you. <laughs> I will always that hear you. The, that is the horror movie version of it. Yeah. Like, like it's a snowman. It's a sentient snowman that even when he goes away, he's like, I will always hear you, even when you're fucking somebody else. I will always hear you. I will always hear you when you're when you're jacking off, Charlie boy. I will always hear you. <laughs> Uh, I wish he fronted a death metal band. Do you know what the uh, Do you know what the logline of this movie is? I just saw this. Jack Frost is getting a second chance to be the world's coolest dad. Coolest. If he doesn't melt first. If he doesn't milk first. Uh, melt. Oh, Sorry, melt. melt. Oh. Here's he the thing about first. that. He is a cool dad. His dad's a musician. Yeah. Yeah. He was doing. He was fine. He was fine. Why is this his second chance at it? Because he wasn't exactly there. But you know? I would argue he that. The game. But I would argue that he's actually getting a second chance at being a not cool dad. Yeah. At being a dad who's there as a as a father. For if sure. he came back as a guitar <laughs> and chose to teach his son hockey and exactly. snowball fight, that would be a sacrifice. He came back literally I as a double, double amputee. Right. Like, like he, he, he doesn't have the option of, of his career. Uh, right. like, oh, I'm back as a, I, as a fucking make, frozen corpse. Why Let's play soccer. The argument that he comes back and is a burden to his son. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Like, his son has to That's push the him irony, around. Yeah. It is his hard son to is always in no fights man. with him and appears to everyone else to be a lunatic. <laughs> like the scenes so where the crazy. kid is like arguing with a snowman in public. <laughs> but but you know Poor what? Boy. In a real movie where the snowman wouldn't be ta- yelling back, in this movie he yells at the snowman, the snowman yells back yeah, at him. But like, no one gives a shit. Yeah, yeah no one cares. Well, no there one... is, what's that actor's name who does have a, he has an interaction with the snowman. Henry Rollins? Yes. Henry uh, Rollins. Yeah, okay. was, uh, that Rollins. actor is the lead Singer of Black, Black Flag. Yeah. Henry Rollins does see the snowman. He does see him. He recognizes him as a talking snowman. He freaks out about it. Because the snowman that... is calling his name. Say right. right. But yeah. that story's never really tied up. and no. There are no, no real consequences to any of that. There's happening. just a Moss. news story. Someone did a news story on this man who's not talking snowman. And then the kids are talking about the snowman in the car. And he goes, I told you, kids, no more snowman talk or whatever he says. Yeah. Uh, I just re- That is profound, though, that the kids... The, the kid has a be careful what you wish for story and that he wishes that his dad was less cool, less cold emotionally, less of a rock star who was unavailable to him, his dad becomes a living snowman, which is sort of a metaphor for an ordinary dad. 
So when the bully says snowman, snow dad is better than no, no dad, dad yeah. that's ironic. That's not true. <laughs> the screenwriter is saying, yeah. because the bully yeah. says it, not the kid. The screenwriter's going, is, is, is venting about his own kid going, Dad, when are you going to stop writing that shitty movie? <laughs> and fuck mom. And, 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 and acknowledge Come me. Us. Come back to us. You're not writing Citizen Kane. You're never going to be anything. No one's going to remember your name. No one cares. I'm standing outside your office accumulating horrible memories of you. I, I, I'm going to write... Uh, I'll probably end up being a shitty writer, too, and write a shitty book about you. Just come out here, play with me, let's be humans and then die together. And the dad's inside going, you fucking mediocre parasite. And then, uh, where was I? Yeah, cut to the shitty bully who says, hey, hey, having a piece of shit snowball, a milk toast white piece of shit water dad is better than no dad at all because that's, that's what this fucking, that's what society wants is fatherhood. I'm an artist. And then... <laughs> the whole thing is like this ironic... It's like the dictator or, uh, or the great dictator or something. Uh, by the way, this guy did go on to uh, direct and write Ghost Rider and Daredevil. This writer. Amazing. Um, holy me. But he, you know what? But then uh, there's also that thing. And I got to play this one scene because this is one of the best moments, too, with the, the bully. The bully... I guess, is a, I mean, he's not really well-defined, but we find out why he's a bully. Uh, <laughs> we find out why everyone's oh, a bully. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is, a, this is a different line, but yeah. We find out the bully is a bully because his dad also has passed away. Or is gone. Is gone. I think, I, I read that he was more absentee. Yeah, I thought his dad, oh. like, took off on no, that. he said he never knew his dad. Oh, yeah. okay, right. So it's like, he's like, yeah, so your dad goes and kills it in clubs for Dweezil Zappa. <laughs> All my dad great did snowman, was, uh, uh, Jack, uh, Frosted Snowman remix song. But this is a great, this is my, this is actually... It'd be amazing if it turned out Michael Keaton was the bully's dad, too. <laughs> I never knew my dad. My mom was just this groupie. That's the sequel. Jack <laughs> Frost. sequel. He arrives, and he thinks he's at, there, at Charlie Boy's house again, and this time he's at this kid's house, and he's like, uh-oh. <laughs> just when you thought it was over. Wow. He's got a In a world where you can cr accidentally create magic rules just by making promises and stuff. Well, by the way, there's that last shot at the end where they're sort of like panning through that street, the, the street that they live on. And in that last shot, almost every house has a snowman on it. Yes. Are we to think like... So no, we're not to think... It felt to me like we were to think someone's listening everywhere. Really? You thought it was like an army of snowmen? <laughs> An well, army of thought, sentient snowmen? I thought for a second, maybe maybe this rule is being defined that our loved ones who have passed on right. are really always They're trying around. to create a new holiday. Yes, as, as our snowmen. That is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> a new kind of Halloween where it's like, oh, the ghosts They're of your there. ancestors. If you, Ooh, if, you, if you say Bloody Mary in the mirror and make a snowman, <laughs> grandma will become a snow. Just put an article of clothing on the head. They were creating a kind of voodoo. Like, yes. like, it's like, like they just made up but rules. But again, he seems like he has control to leave but no control to come like in that world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and, a homonym. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just don't, I don't get like, and again, I will just point out that he, 
it doesn't seem like he knows that he's dead because when he pops up on the line, he's like, oh, hey, I'm at home. Well, he never right. says, how long have I been away? <laughs> what yeah. year is it? He never, he never understands, like, he never asks what the, the questions that a reanimated person would ask. <laughs> Just a couple yeah, things. What like, happened hey, to me? Or, hey, do you know why I died? Because I was, I was coming to there. see you on Christmas. Like, or, I love you. here's where I've been. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. I, oh my God, what is death? Here's what happened to me. This guy's got a real interesting story to tell. Because he don't died think he does. And he's back now. Because I think he's, all of a sudden, he's like, I'm in the car, it's getting tough to see. Oh, I'm on my front lawn. I'm home. home. Well, that's terrifying. That's saying that, I mean, that's and atheism that's, yeah. right there. Yeah. I mean, that's. <laughs> That's or, like, or that is to say, we are some, we are some uh, like evil uh, god's plaything. You know, it's to yeah. say like there is, there is now just like here, oh, and now uh, go do this for a while. We'll figure out how that it's works. Like that scene in like Clash of the Titans where they're just playing with like figures and like on yeah. a board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, sorry, Life is just Clash like Clash of the Titans, of the Titans guys. Sorry, guys, to go that deep. How do you like guys. that, assholes? Uh, let me. Uh, do you think we should go out and talk to the people and see what they uh, if they have any uh, points? We have sure. Here, turn on the house lights. We'll go out here. If you have any things that you want to talk about, kind of offer them up to us. Here we go. All right. What's your What's your name? What's your uh, Who's your favorite character in this movie? Oh wow, you have a notepad. Stand up here. Stand up. Wow, that's it's like six pages of notes. Okay, that's still three pages of notes. Here we go. Nerd. My name's Nick. Uh, my favorite character would probably have to be the kid that says his next line. Yeah, we're going to play that in line. Um, I would like to do some readings from Roger Ebert's review of this movie. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it's Wait, possible. Can you turn around and face the crowd? Yeah, turn around. <laughs> it's possible for the Jim Henson folks in Industrial Light and Magic to put their heads together and come up with the most repulsive single creature <laughs> in the history of special effects. And I am not forgetting the Chucky doll or the desert intestine from Star Wars. <laughs> It has a big, wide mouth that moves as if masticating gummy bears. And it's this kid's dad. And the last one. Here is a typical conversation. You demand. No, you demand. No, I just snowman. Roger Ebert. I will say, when, when he starts to melt, it is really very grotesque to watch. Well, because it's, they show a path of CG water, Behind which is the equivalent yeah. of viscera. Yeah. Because he's made of snow, and he looks at the pavement and goes, I gotta go across that. So you make all the... He can go around. Yeah, there's gotta be a way. You can, he can go, it's only a parking lot. And so they show him, yeah. Like, the Frosty the Snowman just... That was a very sad, terrible, traumatizing thing for kids, too. It was like an E.T.-level thing. But he went from being a snowman to being a puddle. Like, he was stationary. But right. the sliding with the leaving a trail of yourself... It was disgusting. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. But wait, I just realized, is Frosty the snowman a kid's dad, too? No. No. <laughs> Who is Frosty? Is he just, he like... He just came to life one day. Yeah, that's But he probably thing. is a reanimated... Dead father of someone. Perhaps. <laughs> but when he arrives, we don't he doesn't try and settle any scores. He's just comes to life. He's another guy driving in a Cadillac. All the boys and girls. He's what? basically a pedophile. <laughs> he, his only agenda is to play with all the boys and girls. 
I mean, Frosty the Snowman was nothing if not a series of proprietary highway cones that this movie had to weave in and out of. <laughs> uh, like, like, they wanted to just make a movie called Frosty the Snowman with Michael Keaton, and they... Yeah. Uh, or with George with Clooney. Clooney. Or George Clooney, sorry, yeah. Or probably Bruce Willis, to begin with. All right, so here we go. Our next question. What is your name? Uh, what would you call this movie? And then, uh, and then what's your question here? My name is Nosley. Uh, I think I would call this movie Jack Frost, question mark. Um, and my question is, when Jack, Michael Keaton, decides to drive home to meet his family for Christmas, he basically decides that this band that he's been working his whole life towards I, I, isn't going to go to the life-changing gig. And that all would of them support are okay his family. But, but the entire band was okay with it, if I'm not they mistaken. They wanted it. They were all okay were all to not psyched. know that... They're like, my mom's making apple go. pie. <laughs> they, they clearly... There's a reason why they were failures. <laughs> they didn't play the big Easter gig. Right. They didn't play the big Memorial Day they gig. They didn't have any drive. They didn't have any drive. I had a weird... I was watching it with my girlfriend, and I said at that point, I said, like, oh, the kid kind of... Is the kid going to be really happy with this passive-aggressively leveraged Christmas that comes at the expense of his father's dreams? Right. And I heard myself say that with a, next to a woman who I plan to have children with and then realized that because she was like, what? The kid's eight. He's allowed to be upset that I was like, yeah, you're right. I got to retire before we have kids because I was sort of like, I was on Michael Keaton. I was like, fuck you, kid. He like, had a big gig. He had a Did you hear? I got to play on Christmas or the fucking band. Look at my hairline is not... Is not whatever the opposite word for receding is. I'm not. It's not marching forward. I'm not. I'm not Batman anymore. Yeah. I got. I got. You know. I All got he one wanted shot was here. one hit. And there, there was a really funny thing at the beginning of the movie too, where it was like the guy in the snowplow was listening to a bootleg copy of the Jack Him Frost. playing the gig, yeah. And the DJ goes, don't ask us where we got that. Like, oh, that and tradition. It was, yeah. And it was recorded <laughs> the night before. The night. It was from just last night. <laughs> You're listening to Dweezil Zappa's phone recorder. Uh, <laughs> all the greatest hits from the 70s and today on Dweezil Zappa's phone from last night. I love those bootleg tapes. Well, you know, the, yeah, they would always play those bootleg tapes on the radio. All right, here, what's your name? Uh, who's your favorite character in this movie, and uh, what's your question? Uh, my name is Mark, and I love Henry Rollins because it's Henry Rollins. <laughs> and uh, speaking of Batman, on the son's bedside table, there is a figurine of Superman with chains yes. on his chest with Batman's head. Is this whole movie just a huge foreshadowing of Batman versus Superman? Good question. No. No. <laughs> I'm going right. to go out on a limb here. <laughs> and I, the no. only reason why that struck me when I saw it was I was like, how did they get the rights to use those like DC characters in this movie? Because, well, I don't know. That By was switching just... the heads. Yeah, right. You can do that. All right, your name, uh, what you call this movie and your question. Oh, big piece of shit. All right. Uh, now, now, what would you call the movie? <laughs> Snowplow guy is Ahmed Zappa. Right. He's uh, yeah. awesome. Oh, that was your question. All right. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> My question is, why didn't Michael Keaton sign off on 
the chubby keyboard player banging the wife. Well, I don't think it was that. I don't think he needs to. Yeah. You could have co-signed it. And say, oh. You could have said, hey, why don't you get, why don't you get with my keyboard player? That dude, oh, he's dead. Keaton's dead. He can't control it. She's got needs. I was, I mean, were you guys surprised? I feel like a movie like this, I was surprised that the, the snowman never played the harmonica. There's a girl following you. I thought, yeah. <laughs> Careful, Paul. Careful. On that yeah, they kept, they kept... That was scary for a minute. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, what's this girl up to? When they, when they cut to the hockey rink, yeah. they show a close-up of the keyboard being played by the yeah. guy in the thing. Yeah. I was like, okay, I was starting connecting dots. I was like, okay, the fat guy is going to have to go in there and get his groove back and play the yeah, keyboard. He's to find the music. Well, so that Jack Frost can like, play hockey anymore. with his son or something. I also thought, did you think this, that at some point the snowman was going to front the band? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. Really Why thought, didn't he do it? He should have. I really thought that One was night happen. only. And that's One what night I only. thought. That's what I thought, because the guy, the There was an guy outdoor says, rock concert. Yep. And, and, they, and, they, exactly. and the guy said, they must be freezing up there. Exactly. <laughs> something happened. Yes. I also didn't like the logic of this movie where his dad was dying and all he needed to do was bring him on the ice of the ice skating rink. But he's like, no, we can't. People will see you. But yet he brought that snowman around the entire town yeah. no with reckless with abandon. Also, yeah. yeah. No, we can't. We probably shouldn't go out there. I don't want to make a scene. You should, you should probably stay here and die. By the way, how did you get here? <laughs> By the oh, way, I, where I, have see, you been? I do think Is there's there something... Is there an afterlife? I think there's... Something must have happened. I feel like there must have been some editing and writing on the spot because I think once they saw in the wide shots how creepy it looked for him to glide... And to not have feet, but it, I, I think his moving around was a problem. I think it was problematic. Well, that's why they push him a lot. And that's why things. a lot of times he's in, in wheels. He's yep. being carted around. It also around. is probably too expensive to animate him moving. There had right. to be some kind of like blues traveler set piece, oh. like like where it was whatever like, this is, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, where, where like, he had to save the day in some kind of talent show or love fundraiser or something, it. where you know that thing was playing harmonica with his weird stick arms. Yeah, and they and they made an animatic or they looked at it they and they were like, we can't. Because, and then you, got that, like, then you have that great scene of like someone in the crowd going like, he looks so lifelike or something, you know, like, and they're like, oh, how did they do it? Or they're like, it, yeah, it, or they, 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 somebody said like, oh, it's animatronic or it's a puppet, where, you know, like, like, a, like something on someone's front lawn. But, yeah. then, but then the Jim Henson company was like, we don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Read the fine print. Nobody makes jokes like that in the movies where we work on. And we got a fucking shitload of these George Clooney snowmen and you fucked us. And if Jim Henson hadn't died, we wouldn't be in this bullshit situation. I just, hey, why, didn't, why didn't he just go to the doctor? This is Kyle from Jim Henson Company. Too soon? He should have gone to the doctor. He should have gone to the doctor. All he needed that to do was go to the doctor. Alright, your question, your name, uh, your favorite Jack Frost song, and your question. Uh, my name is Helen. Uh, my favorite Jack Frost song is the one that clearly they played at the beginning of the movie because otherwise... Frosty the Snowman? Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, okay, so my major question is, since the puppet was designed to look like George Clooney, did they then pick an actor who had the exact same eyebrows as the puppet? Because the whole time I was like, that puppet has the same Michael Keaton, and it's really selling. <laughs> well, I I agree. The eyebrow. I think they, they probably fixed the eyebrows. Sounds right. like somebody had a crush on the puppet. 
Yes. Was this movie originally intended to be a horror movie until the last moment, and then they changed it? Because everything about it reads horror movies. By the way, we only let people with accents ask two questions. Um, but no, it does. We said that. It has, it has the horror. Everything about this movie is a horror Thing is that the framework kill. is, you're absolutely right. All the scene where Henry Rollins pulls up in the street, it feels like a, a cap put on a flaming oil well that was once a scene where Henry Rollins gets murdered. Right. <laughs> right. Yep. Because nothing happens in the scene. Agreed. You it, yelled it at my like there kids was one... at the hockey game, now I'll kill you. <laughs> what, what, what should have happened was Rollins should have gotten out of the car to confront the snowman. And the snowman has no option but to right. Kill him. He keep, he just keep he's, he's that, like that sets off a series of events. What are you what are you a fucking snowman? You a snowman? Hey, come on, hey, come on, no, Sid, it's me. What are you fucking snowman? You fucking snowman? Hey, I said leave me alone. <laughs> oh God, my my I hands are sticks. I didn't know. My hands are sharp sticks. I didn't uh, know. Just being like Terminator Two style, just uh, just coming right out of the back of his the head. The thing is, what we don't know is that. Sid is a vampire, so he is dusted. I love it. Because it's wood. Oh. So he got staked, like on Buffy. Oh, so it's a town overrun by vampires. Oh, by the way, this movie just got more interesting. (laughs) What's your name? What's your question? Here we go. Uh, My name is Tim. There is, in fact, a horror movie called Jack Frost where a serial killer is put inside a snowman, the low light of the movie being where the snowman rapes a girl with his carrot nose. I saw that. I feel like I saw that. I remember that was direct-to-video, right? Yeah, it's definitely on Netflix, and it had one of those... uh, I worked at Blockbuster Video, and it had one of those covers that if you look at it one way, it was like a regular snowman. The other way, it's like... I have a question. I have a question. Did anybody watch that movie thinking that's what we were doing? One person really? did. You watched it? How was it? It, it was horrible. <laughs> it was, and, and it's worse that I, I watched it for no reason. <laughs> How? <laughs> uh, bet, like a highlight. Did you? What's one of your notes from the Jack ask Frost? Us, ask us a question based on that movie. This is worth it. Here we go. Can you remember what's the highlight low light of Jack Frost? It was mostly the dialogue. The dialogue was preposterous. It was, it was actually it's kind of the polar opposite of this. It was a horror film that served up lines thinking it was a comedy, but clearly, <laughs> clearly didn't know what it was. It raises an interesting question why not a carrot nose in this one? And is the answer to that because there's some kind of like, <laughs> like, the, the, like they I had the rights so. to the carrot nose? I actually thought about it because the cork nose, it. I think it seems cuter, too. Right. I think they had to go a long way to make that face seem lovable. I also, I also bet, I bet, I bet it's hard to animate something that's long, like perspective-wise, right. versus something that's just... By the way, he was an animatronic puppet, so it was not CGI. For like, Ever? Well, maybe like one or two There seconds. were a lot of, it seemed like it was puppetry, yeah, like, like yeah. It, was, it was like a dude in a blanket, like... <laughs> If, if you are that dude that was in that blanket and you are listening to this, please call us. <laughs> Come over here. All right, we have a question. Another question over here. Um, we haven't yet talked about the scene. What's your name? Sandra. Okay, my name is Sandra, and we haven't yet talked about the scene where he perversely gropes his own snow boobs. <laughs> okay, see, so I don't remember. First... Show me. <laughs> 
once I thought he was feeling them to try to understand what they were. Oh, it's no boobs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, I don't even remember this. Scene. He gets hit. He gets it's hit in the trailer. Two, oh, he it's in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a scene that is now offensive uh, in a post-transgender awareness like like <laughs> community, like because they hit him and he has boobs and he goes, "No way," like, which is now oh. technically offensive. He pushes them together and he's like, "Oh boy." Uh-oh. See, that's not how I read it. At first, I thought he really liked it. Yeah, I thought he was uh, into it. <laughs> and then was revolted by that and then yeah. threw them away. Because <laughs> he does kind of, his first instinct is to push them together. Yeah. Like, yeah. Present like them. Like a porn star. Like he's, gonna, like he's about to titty fuck somebody. <laughs> and the only person around is his son. <laughs> All I'm saying is, when they go, if he had a carrot nose, the ending of the movie would have been way different. Him. How, about, how about when they go to the Fortress of Hockey Solitude? <laughs> Apparently there were snow boobs in the other Jack Frost movie as well. Really? Yeah. Guys, this other Jack Frost movie sounds like we should do a follow-up episode. Go ahead, question over here. All right, your question. Your name and your question. Okay, I'm Sarah, and um, the part I found most upsetting was that the kids in the town were borderline sociopaths because um, this kid, his dad just died, and he's so depressed, and then he runs up to the van, and the kids are like, no, you let us down. You really let us down by quitting. Yeah, you're right. This kid was going through an emotional breakdown. His dad had died. His dad, and, his dad had died a year ago, almost to the day, it seems. Did, and it's it's the holidays and the one year anniversary. Yeah, but and do you remember the moment time. when the bully said to the other to the this bully? This is it. I got this. I got. I had this scene, which is uh, I think here. This is it. Here we go. Frost, you big butthead. Forget it, Rory. He's no fun to pick on anymore since his old man died. Yeah? It's time you get those. <laughs> no fun to pick on anymore. <laughs> My kid became a real bummer since the tragedy struck. I mean, there's something uplifting about that. It's like it's like after 9-11 when they would yeah. do those comic books where like Magneto would be helping rebuild the rubble or <laughs> handing, handing a, a, a brick to Spider-Man. Be like, hey, I'm not a villain under the right circumstances. <laughs> These guys killed 3,000 people. I just... Uh... I have committed genocide <laughs> in Genosha. <laughs> You shut your mouth! You shut, you tell no one what you heard here! (laughs) It also seemed like Jack Frost had no problem. And then his daughter wiped out the mutants, everybody. No more mutants. Sorry. It seemed like the father had no problem letting his son see him die again, too. He's like, no, yep. leave me here. Oh, like, and, I'm milting. And you're going to watch this. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to die in a horrible again, way. Again, it was like that kind of the anti, like, like that screenwriter theory that I have because what do they do? What, what do, they do? They go up to the precious cabin where, where, where the kid wanted to you go so this. bad. You want this? Yeah. Oh, look, I'm back. I can't play guitar anymore. My arms are gone. Let's go to the cabin. I'm your dad. Okay, we're here. Fucker. I have a feeling. How about this? I'm gonna okay, add this. How okay, about the writer here. is actually a stepdad. The writer is a stepdad, and this kid's like, my real dad was really cool. He's like, really? Where was he? Where is he? I feel like he's he's constantly battling this real dad. It's like, well, I'm what's, here now. I'm the. What's way more fucked up, right, is exactly what you're saying. They go to the cabin. 
okay, which is up at the top of a mountain. It's like a nine or 10 year old boy and his sentient snowman father. At which point the snowman father is like, and I'm out of here. <laughs> Leaving a small boy alone in the mountains. He called the mom first. Which, what a great way to like ease her pain. I don't want your mom to see me in the spice closet. Yeah. I'll just have a creepy fucking death call to her. Your son it's Michael Keaton. He's at the cabin. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Jesus is real! Oh my God! There's and blood coming goes, out of the she phone. Goes, Jack? Click. Yeah. He Why, be so yeah. Why be so coy? Why be so coy? Quick Q&A. I'll, 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 yeah. Like, 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 I always loved you. You were amazing. Man. I'm sorry about this. I can't explain. You would say I can't explain. I love you. Your son's in the cabin. Yeah. I think, well, I think this is where the puppetry um, really hurt the movie because I think what we couldn't see in the snowman's face is that it was really too hard for him to do any of that. I emotionally, like the, you Emotionally, mean. yes. You couldn't I think have that, a scene that went back and forth yeah. with him. So you're thinking this is like the scene in Breaking Bad where Walt is crying, but he's like, yeah, yeah, you fucked me over, you know, like Skyler. He just can't. That scene. He was never going to read. Oh, my God, how fucked up would that be, though, if he had, like, a Brundle fly kind of, like, Gina Davis exchange where he's like, she's like, tell, tell me more what happens when you die. And he goes, I can't, I can't cry. My tears just freeze. <laughs> I don't have tear ducts, just lumps of coal. Get up here. Like, 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 or, I want to see or that. How about this? That. How about this? And this is real. The character of the snowman needs to eat. He's hungry. He was hungry. He's yeah, hungry, he so he eats. Does he shit? <laughs> I don't know. What's the point of him eating? He eats also, and he can only eat frozen food. They had to get him into that kitchen so they could do that classic, yeah, classic spice closet that, scene. I couldn't, I couldn't crack that uh, at all. That made no sense. So you would even argue that when he was skidding along the, the sidewalk, that you would see like frozen like, like carrots, corn, Here's corn kernel. Here's the thing. He eats. Mom, 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 mom. Okay. Then there's the scene, it's in the trailer, where they're like dry on the toboggan and he splits into three balls. Repeatedly in the movie, he splits, he yeah, falls that's apart. Unsettling. He must have a digestive tract, right? They should show like a He's couple. He's eating. He's eating. He must have insides. Nope. Nope. Nothing. He's got nothing. So where are the peas? <laughs> where are the peas? Do you actually ever see him eat or do you just see that stuff on the table? He, the, it's an empty eating? bag of snow peas. I, 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 here's some more questions. His arm gets ripped off by the dog, and then he goes and grabs the arm, puts it back on. Can he? Um, does it have to be that arm? Can he? Can he can, put another well, stick? Could he put a third stick yeah. in the center of his chest Good and question. would it become an arm? Ooh, or, or four sticks on either side and become a snow spider. A snow spider. Okay. I want to be snow way, spider. Awesome movie. Awesome movie. No, my dad is a snow spider. Fuck yeah. Climbing now buildings. Just now I'm on board crime. for this movie. Oh my gosh. Uh, the movie nobody, is... nobody knows about this place. This is where I come to think. <laughs> I've been coming here a lot this year. <laughs> Little racist towards uh, Eskimos, this movie, too, when the kid says he's doing a project about uh, living in an igloo. Oh. And he says, Yeah, Eskimos have wet floors. And the mom goes, Oh, yeah, okay. 
Like that was there. She just. You mean she should have said that's not very. That, yeah, that's, that's not true. That's not a true oh. statement. That they, they one of my went. favorite things too at the very beginning when they crest the hill into one of those huge snowball fights, the kid says, um, <clears throat> "Remember what they taught us in history class? If you want to stop an army, stop the general." Yeah. The school is terrible. <laughs> Fire your history teacher. That's not true. And it's pointless. You're teaching way, people you're teaching. a lie. But by the way, they're not teaching that level of, 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 of battle technique. Oh, they, you don't think at they're all. teaching stra battle strategy? Yeah. To these four middle graders. Uh, yeah. When I was in fifth grade, I learned battle strategy. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, and there was another, oh man, I was gonna, well, I don't even know what I was gonna say. Uh, obviously we had an opinion about this movie, but there are other people who have uh, another opinion. Now it is time for a second opinion. Second opinion! Second opinion! This segment's called Second Opinion. I'm a big fan of your podcast. I listen to it all the time. I know the theme song to Second Opinion. You got it, 100%. Yeah. That will be now remixed with uh, Synth, and that will be forever now. Uh, all right, these are five-star reviews. Cold from Amazon. These are pretty great. I actually took one out, June, because I thought it would upset you too much. So, uh, Thank you. Here we go. I took it out. I took it out. I thought it might print out. Uh, this is from Shane. He goes, My dad was the exact same way. <laughs> Music was his number one priority. I was third. Women were his second. Uh. He didn't die, but he might as well have. The last time I saw him, I was eight years old, and it was Christmas Eve. I watch this movie every year around Christmas, as I can remember. Why? Not because it's a good flick, but because I can relate. I mean, even the little things, like the fact that his dad is a chubby music buddy and that his mom's a blonde, just more similarities. A must-see for the entire family or anyone who... Or anyone who's experienced a similar life. A must-see for me. <laughs> oh, my God. That is fucking insane. This one was pretty great, too. And if I, you I, want to be reminded of your own horrors from childhood... He doesn't even, he openly admits the movie's not good, but he goes to it as some kind of anti-mecca. <laughs> it's a catharsis. He gets to, someone also is going through what I am going through. It's like Scientologists, I think they, 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 they believe that if you slam your finger in a car door, you, you put your finger back in the car door and yes, like touch it. Yes, rub it there, yeah. Like, that's what he's doing. <laughs> um, these Wait, are, is that a real thing? Yeah. Scientologists also believe thing. that if you like put a hat on a pain. snowman and your dad gives you a harmonica, um, it's a very, very powerful religion for actors. <laughs> this is uh, from EagleSource777. Although sad, but with a great plot. And again, it goes against my beliefs. But that, uh, again? But that, yeah, again. <laughs> again. <laughs> from his other reviews on Amazon. You probably clicked on me, I'm a movie Mikey. <laughs> But that being said, it's awesome. Uh, wait, but it goes against his beliefs, and I don't know... Christian like, beliefs. It goes against Christian everyone's beliefs. beliefs. Yeah, well, because like, I don't know... I guess, like, my... 
I guess my thought is, is he saying like reincarnation or because I, I don't. So. I mean, yeah, and then so. Well, this movie is very anti-Christian. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He goes, it has a great plot and makes one think about what we need to work on and do better in our lives now. Unlike this movie, we don't get second chances. Oh, oh shit. shit. He knocks once, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say this. Jack Frost is a Christ-like character. He does rise from the grave. He is constantly fucked with by God yep. through no choice of his own. Yep. He's born right, into he's, mystical he's circumstances. He's got human form and a different form, which is snowman He form. has a band of apostles who support him in what he's doing. He's, he's celibate, but maybe not. <laughs> like, evidence shows he had a wife, maybe. Uh-huh. The cabin is kind of like the, the tomb, and he disappeared from the tomb. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. Well, yeah, Sir, shut your mouth. <laughs> a week. Yeah, this one's titled Great for Wives to Watch with Husbands. <laughs> wow, this movie was an eye-opener for my husband. It really made him think about how important it is for him to spend time with his kids and take care of household responsibilities. <laughs> Five stars. Oh, wow. From Susan Kay. There's a whole society of people out there watching movies wrong. That that review is, like, says so much about her desperate life. Oh, my God. You you and the kid who's, you're flagellating yourself because your your dad died, too. Like, like, you you have a right to be entertained by a feature film. Well, watch out, because this one's going to bring down the whole room. (laughs) Titled Orphan in Denver. I love this movie. My dad just died two months ago, and this is the first time I've seen it. Tomorrow I'm gonna go out and build a snowman, play my harmonica, and pray that my dad comes back as a snowman. I miss him. Five stars. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> By Paula's fan. Paula's fan. Holy cow. <laughs> that is bleak. <laughs> Written in December 22nd, 2004. Just a couple days I before wonder Christmas. if it worked. Like this somewhere. shit worked. Everyone, get a harmonica. Get outside. Like, how many times has it happened that you, somebody was driving by, someone hugging a snowman, and was like, yep, somebody just saw Jack Frost. Oh, that's one thing I want to talk about, too. When Kelly, uh, when she comes home, the wife comes home, she's like, oh, look at this snowman. And then she kind of gets, like, sexy with yeah, it. Yeah. Like... Why? Looks like George like Clooney. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> I smell the scotch on it. I'm... I loved you in ER. <laughs> mm. 
whispering in that snowman's ear. Did you? Oh, ear. speaking of which, I mean, I, I yeah, like the, when he during his forty minutes of life in this movie, he won't, he when he kisses his wife, like it's I, I don't like it. it it's like, I agree with he's that. He's kind of tonguing and and yeah stuff. Like it got too into it. It felt like a American guy was like I get to kiss on film, so I'm gonna really go for it. I'm so. sure Travolta was like, don't you fucking lay your hands on me. You stay away from my woman. That's my Travolta. You stay away from You listen to me. Is there anything that we haven't covered? Anything that we want to talk about? Who I feel like we got everything out. I feel it. Anything we missed? Uh, the, I mean, there's the big hockey game. You know, he wins the big game because the snowman teaches him how to shoot. Who cares? Not important. The fucking kid, the, the 2004 kid. Yeah, that's a tough here's, one. That is a tough here's, one. Here's, okay. I fucking, I, 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 am, I am different now. Yeah. I know. The Make next, the, like, yeah, the last a, 40 years of my life were previous to that. <laughs> that's I how, say, that's when new, I read that, I knew it was yeah. going to be, yeah, it was going to be a tough I one. I will say this, and this is legitimately a compliment. That kid was acting against nothing and did a perfectly fine job. He was acting against a five foot tall animatronic puppet. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's what I mean. Like, he he does a a good job in in what is, I'm sure, impossible circumstances. You're right. You know what? It's it's like, it's like, uh, it's like good cosmetic surgery where we're not, we're not, we're not pointing out when it works. He's not, you're right, not gigantic. He's not crazy. He doesn't, he's not terrible in this No, he's actually a good kid actor. Yeah. Because we didn't notice. Yes. And, and his, that's that's and the his part of the Kid, if his you're out there, is a snowman. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna see what he's been up to. Uh, uh, running, running with scissors. With scissors. Oh. oh wow. He's okay. the main kid. What else? Shrug. That's a he's in Lincoln. Shrug. He's in Lincoln. Wow, this guy. Kids this kid really uh, pulled Kids it together. Fucking great. It's great. <laughs> Kids got us all beat. His name is uh, Joseph Cross. He has been in Milk, Lincoln, nice. Untraceable. Jack Frost. Uh, he's been in a lot of a lot of good stuff. This guy's uh, working. Does this movie have a sequel? No. What would the sequel be? I don't know. What would the sequel to any of these garbage movies be? But they still make them. Did it make money? I, what? Did it make money? No. Oh, did it make money? No, of course not. Uh, I, I well, even uh, I avoided There is that. a sequence. I don't know if you guys stopped it during the credits, but after the whole credits rolls. They show him uh, uh, um, appearing uh, at the North Pole, and Sam Jackson comes out and. Uh... <laughs> oh, you think you're finished, motherfucker? You gotta get to work. Uh, that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I, this is actually good. The money situation, budget. Want to guess what the budget it was of this movie? Thirty-two million. Okay. What 60. was it made? I was made in 98. Yeah, oh, wait. I, these are Clinton dollars. 50. Yeah, I want to say like 40. 85. <laughs> what? What? 85 million. Was what? It, was a titanium uh, harmonica? <laughs> it was all that George Clooney uh, suits made. Uh, the box office opening weekend was seven. And the worldwide lifetime gross is 34. Whoa! So it is uh, still in the... Is, uh, what studio is it? Uh, I don't know. It probably does not exist anymore. What? Warner's? Warner, oh, Warner Brothers. Oh, it does exist. All right. Wow. 
Let's all, I mean, there's not that many of us, but let's keep in mind people are gonna listen. Let's all write to Warner Brothers and demand a sequel. I think that Jack Frost coming back as Jack is now older, starting his own as Charlie family. Charlie Boy is older. Charlie's older, he's now playing in a band himself. But he's gotten into drugs, he's on the wrong path. Yes. His dad needs to come back and get him on the right because path. Because his wife is pregnant and it, she's gonna give birth on Christmas Day. But to, a, to a devil, to the devil baby. I love it, I love it. Because he keeps, his solution to all his problems, he keeps, his wife keeps going, you need to spend time with this house. He goes, no I don't. If I, if I die, I'll come back as a snowman. <laughs> And I'll stick around. Uh, he they won't make the same mistake that his dad made. Oh, how about this? The kid gives the mom the harmonica. Kid dies. Oh. oh. Comes back snow- as a snowman for the mom to teach her not to have a devil baby. She's involved in a very sexual relationship Wait. with a jackal. I do want to talk. Or it's just, or it's just like fly too. It's just like. Uh, 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 it fades in on the basement of the Pentagon and it's just like the kid is like a prisoner and there's like some like they're trying to figure out the technology behind the harmonica if we could have snowmen warriors we would win every oh, battle I love this <laughs> So they, like, cause, well, cause forget again, about snowman warriors. I mean, that's great. But also, if we could conquer death. Oh, right. We, yeah, you're right. If, that's if a people better. could die and come back well, and live know, forever. There's a, there's a whole theory that J- the Jack Frost-style snowmen are what is beyond the wall in Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, I do, I, I do want to talk about the, the, um, the harmonica again, because <laughs> when he gives it to him, he goes, Oh, Dad, where'd you get this harmonica? And he looks at a poster of Wayne Gretzky... And he goes like, oh. He tells a lie. He tells a lie. He tells a shitty like, oh, John Cryer hiding out Maxwell Hauser lie. Oh my God, <laughs> one of my favorite movies of all time. And yes, yeah. Uh, and then he goes, no, he didn't. He's like, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get but that. The, and then he tells the real story, which is nice. Yeah. I bought the harmonica the day you were born. I, although, yeah. well, don't point, bury the lead, you asshole. At this point, I don't know if that's true yeah, either. I've been pathological. now you're a liar. I don't know what to believe. But you see, to me, if I'm writing this movie, the more... Don't make him lie. Go, yeah, I got this from a cool blues man who told me, like, a magical blues man. Yeah. That, that or, would be the thing, a magical or harmonica. I thought what they were setting up was that it, this was actually all going to be in his head at the end of it. Yeah. That it was not... Like St. Elsewhere's style? Or that he steers out of the way of a, of, of a well, truck that, on the road. Or that, or, or the that kid's the kid head. in the kid's head. Because that harmonica, the way they set it up, it really didn't have any significance. Right. It wasn't magical. He lies about where he got it from. I, I agreed. So I thought at the end, the kid was just going to realize that the snowman was never real and then have sort of that conflict. And then I we would, would close so on this, mo- like, one sign that pay. was ambiguous. The movie ends with the kid finishing playing a note, and then he just throws the harmonica onto a casket that's being lowered. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And the, and the mom goes like, sweetie, you seem like you're daydreaming about something. He's like, yeah, I don't know. Or the kid, it's like, it's close in. It's that same shot of the kid close in in bed. He finishes playing the harmonica. You pull out, and he's in an insane asylum. <laughs> the kid is in an insane asylum, and the nurse takes it away from him. And he's like, where did you get that? <laughs> he's rolling around. He's in, in the, like a sucker punch type scenario. In feathers and... Uh, <laughs> He's just rolling around in the down padding from a rubber room. Like, he's creating, like, snow drifts in this. The whole movie exists in his head. I mean, but, like, I thought there was at least a 90% chance that the movie was going to end with the dad being alive and, like, hey, wake up, I just got home from tour. Because the kid was, like, I remember he was, like, wake him up, wake up the kid when he got home from tour. And then I thought, oh, that's where he'll come back and be like, 
hey, you dreamt about me dying and then coming back as a snowman. That was your dream because you didn't go to bed. You know, I, but I actually thought I thought there was a twenty percent chance that 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 Michael Keaton would live his life as a snowman and then he would lay like I gotta and then the, the kid would cry and his tear would turn into an icicle or something and it would or like an ice key that would unlock the a hole in his heart and it would like that it would turn the snowman back into Michael Keaton for real to, yes, and then he'd be like well fuck it well joke of luck for us if Michael Keaton at the end can turn into Michael Keaton. Why didn't he do that from the beginning? Well, I think he can only do that as a, like a ghost thing. In it's like a, it's a Swayze, yeah. Swayze, uh, yeah. Although I did think too, I did also think that there was an element of the movie where, again, all these alt endings, that he was just like caught in a snowdrift for a year. Like he would come out like, ah, oh, oh, I did it. And he'd look like a snowman. <laughs> he, it was him the whole time and he just shakes off and goes, wait a minute, wait, oh shit, god damn it. It's like Rick Moranis in Ghostbusters. Like it's like I was just in a bunch of snow. I wasn't magic. Uh, <laughs> but, the but, but, your hands but he were had no legs. But he had no legs. But the car did make or, a like, cut off both How of about legs. this? He like wakes up. He's in, he was in the accident. He's been in a bunch of snow. That's why he had the dream about being in a snowman. And then he dies. He's freezing to death. It's like, it's that, like, his injuries are so severe. The movie. That these, it's, the, it's Jacob's ladder. The, yeah, yeah. The movie begins with like a voiceover that says, "They say your final thought lasts forever." Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and then and then uh, yeah, the doctors are like, "Clear, clear." Uh, he's dead. He's hypothermia. Just, he's dead. What was his name? Frost. <laughs> Jack Frost. And then you know that the kid never gets any closure. Also, or they go, he's identifying the body, and they go, is this your dad? And he goes, no. <laughs> and they, sla- they, they change it from Jack Frost to John Doe, and the kid's like, closure. <laughs> Payback's a bitch. I win. <laughs> All right, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much. And that was our live show from Largo. What a show. Big hand to Dan Harmon. How can you catch up with Dan Harmon? You can follow him on Twitter. You can follow him on Instagram. You can listen to his podcast, Harmontown. You can uh, watch his brand new show, Rick and Morty on Adult Swim. Or you can watch his triumphant return of Community every week on NBC. There's so many Dan Harmon options. And now this show is one of them. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter or on Instagram, at Paul Shear. Pretty easy. Pretty straightforward. Uh, June is at Miss June Diane. She's on Anchorman 2 right now. Go see it if you haven't seen it. Jason, still not on Twitter. But you know what? We do have, all of us, um, we have How Did This Get Made mugs. So get a mug, a pint glass, if you will, and drink out of us all the time. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time on How Did This Get Made. Adios. How did this get made?